Hey, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. I have Trevor with me, and we're going to talk about our pick of the week, which is anime and comic books. And also, we're going to talk about the new VR experience by Marvel Studios called Damage Control. I'm also going to talk about the spinoff ballerina of the John Wick universe. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. What's up, Trevor? Hey, how you doing? Welcome back once again. Thanks. It's good to be back. <laughs> yes, man. You just coming back from giving blood. Yeah, I did. I, I went and gave blood. I usually try and do it about once a month because um, I have a I have AB blood, so it's a uh, universal. Yeah, it's universal for platelets. So I usually give platelets, which is the one where you have to sit in the chair for like an hour and a half to two hours. Oh no, so, man, no. You know, no. You don't have to call me a hero. I mean, you can. <laughs> I won't call myself one, but you can. But no, I think not, man. I don't think so. <sighs> Fine. Okay. Well, you know, you could always. So, what's the, what you change the Twitter thing again? What was that you said on Twitter? Under your profile? Oh, I don't even remember what it was now. But it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was that thing that was a what is it, a totally useless but attractive man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. You know, change your Twitter um, profile. So yeah, I'm a superhero. Mm, go yep. ahead, do that. So I'm glad we um back for another episode. And um this time around we're gonna do our pick of the week. We're gonna start off pick of the week and I'm pick my books. You're gonna pick anime. And my nose. And your nose. I'm gonna pick my ears. I'm gonna dig my ears and yeah. Well, do it's the, hard yeah. with those headphones. I on. know, right? I'm just one ear like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yo, so what we're gonna talk about is oh, by the way, I wanna give thank you, man, for um the visionaries. Oh, you're welcome. Um, one through four. For the guys who don't know, Visionaries was an 80s toy line from Hasbro. So they decided to do a comic book series. Also a cartoon. You know, that's another topic we could talk about. Right. Yeah. So thank you very much for the Visionaries. You're welcome. One, one through four. Now you five and six. Yep. You're such a pile, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Thank well, you I had ordered the one through six from someone on eBay. So those were extras. Yeah. Thank you very much, man. So my pick of the week is Outer Darkness. Now remember, I told you about this book a while ago when I first started reading it. You probably don't remember the last podcast I did with you. I don't even. I don't even remember the last podcast we did. <laughs> Damn man, you you terrible. I don't even remember <laughs> what I had for lunch. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I think I briefly remember. Yeah, so but you know, go ahead and refresh my memory. Refresh your memory. Okay, so this is like a mashup of H.P. Lovecraft universe, you know, with monsters and stuff uh, like right, that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I remember. With a dose of Star Trek science fiction, they match them all together, and you get one crazy book. And I really enjoy reading this book. So issue eleven came out this week. I finally caught up because I was two issues issues behind, and this is about. They <laughs> they getting so much mischief, man. It's so hard to keep up, man. But I'm gonna say like this: issue eleven, dealt with them recovering from what uh, last episode, or not episode, last issue was bananas. So they get to the station. Captain tell everybody to lay their hair down. You know, to have sex, drink, and stuff like that. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> the captain. Yeah, is. let me take a look at that. Yeah, take a look quick. at that. Yeah. So yeah, he tells his crew that you know everybody they don't like. I know you don't like me. But you know what, guys? I got this PD priest, people, the priest. They got like sex priests and stuff like that. 
and um, you could drink, have sex, dance, do whatever you would want to do. So that's in the episode, right? So in this in this episode, not episode, I keep saying episode. In this issue, you see what I'm saying? Look, naked butts. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, man. They look sucky, bitch. Like, yeah, right. So this issue is all about him recruiting more people for his ship, and his, his crew is like relaxing, having a good time, and stuff like that. So he's at the station trying to recruit. Then he also come to find out that he is going to steal the damn ship. He's a bastard of a, a captain, man. He's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. And it makes a great dynamic with the whole crew because everybody want to kill his ass. Mm-hmm. Well, at least one officer want to kill him, you know. So then you, they just hate his guts. But in this issue right here, it's more of him setting stage for the next book, or I guess for the next story arc. Like I said, he's searching for new crew members because most of the crew members are dead. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so this book is very entertaining, man. If you like, I said, if you into science fiction and Star Trek kind of stuff like that, it's it's for you. Or you just like the um, magic mumbo jumbo kind of stuff, the supernatural stuff included in this, it's for you also. So it's a great matchup. So I kind of recommend you read it. It's called Outer Darkness, and it and it's about it's it's about it with John Layman is the um, writer. And a Fu Chong is the artist. So check it out. Out of Darkness by Image. So Trevor, what you got for us? Okay, so my pick of the week is a, an anime. Um, and it was one that I wasn't sure was going to be good. I was like, eh, maybe I'll give it a try. It's an episode, or it's a show called Babylon. Huh? And they released the first three episodes, like, right off the bat. And then I think we have to wait till week four before the next one comes out. But basically, it's a show about uh, kind of a, a prosecutor in Japan. And there's there's this new um, section like right outside of Tokyo that they're building. They're okay. building a new city called Shiniki. And it's basically kind of an experiment of trying to have a world that's more... Well, I mean, they want it to kind of build to be something better and and part of what we come to find out it's not necessarily what's out right out front is that it's kind of one of those worlds where if the government didn't regulate quite as much okay it's like there's a little bit more you know freewheeling and the ability to do certain things so it's kind of an experiment in that way it's not lawless is it i mean no it's not lawless at all now because um but it's that's kind of what we come. There's like a, a conspiracy going on. There's a murder that um, that starts off, or well, that they find out when they're just uh, when they raid a pharmaceutical company for you know illegal practices or something like that, and then it kind of just snowballs from there. Right. But it's kind of uh, it's it's a serious one, and it um, it focuses on the the prosecutor. I think it's Zen is his first name, and he. Uh, and so he's very serious. He's, you know, all for justice, uh, you know, and the good and that sort of thing. He's that type of character, huh? Right. And so um, so it, it does kind of bring in a lot of, you know, like the anti-corruption and whatever, you know, things. It's It, it has a lot of, like, stuff that we're seeing in the world today. Yeah, we got plenty of that. But essentially it starts as that. It gets a little weird and creepy. But it seems to be mostly just kind of a drama, a procedural, you know, it's like, but then it starts getting into like weird other murders <laughs> and suicides and kind of this whole whore of Babylon idea. And, um, oh, right. And then 
even though everything else, I'm not going to, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but even though everything else is very straightforward and realistic and not like, you know, crazy anime thing, there is one little thing that seems to be a little supernatural. Oh. And that's kind of revolving around this horror Babylon idea. Thing. Right. So it'll, it's, I'm intrigued to see where they go with it. It's one that has a lot of potential. It's really a case of whether they can nail it well, you can, or you whether have, they're going to go completely off the rails. And you, it could go either way. You usually get that in anime, dude, most something, most of the time. You know, there is, it started out pretty good. Then all of a sudden it kind of goes off the rails. And then it kind of retract what they said. This episode, you could do this, but you can't do that. But you get a lot of that in anime, man. You do. Unfortunately, anime has a bad track record of sticking the landing on a lot of shows. Uh, so... We'll see, but right now it's it's pretty it's pretty intriguing. I'm I'm very uh, very interested in seeing where this one goes. So if you guys are interested in something like that, you might want to check it out. And so, what's the name of it again? It's called Babylon. Babylon, Babylon, Hort, the whore of Babylon. Wow, they went all biblical on us, huh? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Although there's not too much bible stuff but i think that's the illusion and yeah you probably wouldn't put piece it together if it weren't called babylon <laughs> but the fact that it is you can kind of uh insinuate that that's the the idea okay all right so there you go guys babylon we're not talking about the bible we're talking about an anime called babylon <laughs> thank you trevor i appreciate that pick of the week so for my next topic now, I know you have not seen the movie, but it might be spoilers for you. It's John Wick 3, right? Right, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've seen the first one, but not the, la- the second, the second Yeah, so. I want to, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Well, you know, I mean, you can borrow mine if you want to on episode, not episode two, um, John Wick 2, you John want Wick. to. Yeah, I probably will. I don't know when I'll get to watch it. <laughs> Damn, Trevor, you're making it hard for me right I'll now, I'll find man. time. I'll find time. <laughs> So they recently announced that they are going to do a spinoff called the Bab- um, Ballerina. I thought you were about oh, to say Babylon. 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 Babylon's still in my yeah. head. So, the sequel, uh, <laughs> John Wick, Core of Babylon. <laughs> Extreme violence. <laughs> yeah, so um, they're going to be. It's going to be called Ballerina. I can't say it, man. You got it in my head. Ballerina. Yeah, Ballerina. My bad. Ballerina. So in the movie, there's a scene in the movie that John Wick got to go to his former employee of the person that trained him, whatever. Um, he's going to he need um, passage because you know what he did. And, well, you didn't see two. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I got to explain it to you. Too, so whatever happened in two, he needs safe passage, <laughs> some, a passage somewhere. Right. So he goes to his former person that trained him to be assassin and stuff like that. In the background, you see um, ballerinas dancing. Right. And she's falling down and told to get back up and things like that. So they so the movie that's going to be made is going to be made for that particular ballerina that was, I guess, right there. But it might not be the same actress. It might be somebody different. Right. It sounded like, yeah, they don't know who's going to be cast. So, but it's going to be a revenge take, you know, always. Like, John, <laughs> revenge. They kill the family. So she want to take revenge. But it's kind of interesting, though. You're in the world of assassins. Now, if you <laughs> you can train by assassins, what not to say they are the people that kill your parents? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that's kind of weird, man. But I think they're not going to go that route. But 
Hell, you in the world of assassins and all kinds of craziness. Everybody knows how those movies work. It's yeah. always the du- you know the double crosser is the one you trust the most, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yo, you double cross me. You ever have a triple cross? I mean, yeah, but I thought you were my master. <laughs> Why are you trying to kill me? <laughs> so I, John, not John Wick, but um, uh, Reeves is going to be the exec- not the producer, right? Producer, producer, yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, he might not do a cameo. Who knows? But. That's his world, man. That's what he's built for the past, what, four years now, I guess? Four, five, four years? Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to see that. I mean, I like the John Wick um, movies, although they're ultra-violent. <laughs> that's not, but. Well, that's kind of the the thrill mm-hmm. of them. That's what that's what you go to see is all the, the cool blood and violence and action. Right. Like gun kata or whatever. It's not quite gun kata. No, gun kata is chow young well, fat. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's like he's just very <laughs> with those guns and just shooting people. Like, yeah, yeah, I like the yeah. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to be your new sound effects guy on your podcast. Seriously, man. I'm like, where the hell you get that from? Yeah, so yeah, Gunkata. Yeah, I remember that. That's, uh, Equilibrium was like that. Equilibrium was totally Gunkata. Yeah, yes. yeah, it was. Yeah, which by the way was not a bad movie. It was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, gun, the the Gunkata is completely impractical, <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool looking. Yeah, Sean Bean died in that one too. Uh, of course he did. <laughs> so I'm gonna move right along from <laughs> so John Wick Ballerina is coming pretty soon, I guess. Probably in like two years from now. See, someone's phone is ringing. Oh, got on silent, man? Yes. Okay. I heard it, though. Why, why is it not on silent? I, I can hear it. You heard the buzzing. Uh, but it's not silent. Though. I heard a buzz. <laughs> anyway, the next topic is going to be um, Marvel Damage Control. Now, I just read this article that is Marvel Studios. Of course, Disney Marvel Studios is coming with this VR I guess game sort of. Yeah, it sounds like it's a game, but it's like a game that you have to book in a specific like venue. Right. Yeah, and I was kind I was, of like getting your tickets for a movie, but you know, I guess you buy tickets to participate in this um, VR experience. Yeah. So that was since kind of awesome, man. I mean, I really like the. It seemed amazing to have to play. I know you want to play as your favorite character and whatnot, but I think you're not going to play as your favorite character. You're going to be yourself. Yeah. I think that I, what I read and said is the concept revolves around Wakanda's um, Shuri. Right. She's getting Tony Stark tech and the Wakanda tech and making a, a prototype suit called emergency response suit. Right. That's and what so, I read. And so then the players of the game are the people testing out the prototypes. Right. So uh, I think it's like four people at a time. Oh, is that not bad? That's what yeah. it sounds like. Right. Yeah. So I think that, that this, is, um, this is Marvel Studios now. It still involves the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I guess it's an extension of that. Right. And the, the the actual actors who play the different characters are in this thing. Right. So, yeah, you have Leticia Wright, White, Wright who yeah. plays Shuri, and then yeah. I think Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly. And Benedict Cumberbatch. And Benedict Cumberbatch. And then I think... I think Tom Holland might be Tom in Holland it. Tom Holland showed up in the in trailer, trailer, but, but there's no, yeah. And no, apparently some of the others are going to show up. Too. Right. So it wasn't they didn't mention nobody else, but Tom Holland was in the trailer. It was a different Spider-Man suit, but they never said it. Either it was him voicing the, the character. So if they, if what they're doing is they keeping everybody who's involved in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as far as the actors goes and stuff like that, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, come on, who, who want to participate in a VR experience with them, Spider-Man, 
Then you got the over there. You got um, Ant Man and the Wasp, and you got damn Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't like, want to play something like that? Yeah, it sounds like it's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's probably it's, really expensive. Uh, you think? <laughs> yeah, you think. But I think the character, the villain of this, if I was reading it right, was the Return of Ultron. Yeah, so it sounds like. Which now kind of kind of figuring you say, well, okay, he's returning, so it's part of canon. And <laughs> if you look at it, if it's Marvel Studios, like. Really? Yeah, no, it's like I'm not sure it, it, I want we, Ultron coming back in canon, but I'm sure they found a good story for it. Of course. I, you know, this Marvel, man, Marvel and Disney, so they probably found a good story. To come. He's a robot and AI, man. Come on. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, you know, it's I mean, a possibility. All he has to do is put himself in a new body. That's it, which he did many times in the other one. Right. You know, so he did it plenty of times in the books, and why not? <sighs> I keep seeing the covers of the books. It's like Ultron's back. Ultron's <laughs> back. Like every year, it's like Ultron's back. It's like just go away. Come on, man. I mean, One of the ultimate yeah. villains, dude. That and Cag the Conqueror. At, at this point, it just seems like it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is what it is, man. I mean, they, they got Ultron. He, by the way, that's one of the less move, not the less, but one of the movies that I, that was okay. It was kind of age Ultron mediocre to me. It was not the best Avengers movie. Yeah, we already discussed this. <laughs> oh, did we? we? That other episode. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Yeah. You talk so much about that stuff. Yeah. You you didn't like it that much. I mean, I liked it, but there were a lot of aspects about it that I didn't like. So Pushing other plots. We mentioned, yeah, it was mostly a lot of the other plots that they were trying to shoehorn in. Right. Right. You're right about that. But for my listeners, man, when they say Marvel's um, damage control now... For those who don't remember, Damage Damage Control showed up in Homecoming. It was an um, right. organization Tony bought out for the Department of Defense, something like that, going to pick up the, the pieces that was left for the big event that in New York they fought the Chitauri and Loki. Right. But in the coming books, it's actually is an uh, organization called Damage Control. And what it means is, what it means is that all the crap that goes on in the Marvel <laughs> comic books, they are there to clean up the yeah, mess. They come out and clean it up. <laughs> yeah, really. So that's that's pretty neat to use damage damage control. Yeah, maybe they might use. Have you ever read that book? I don't think I've read the actual damage control book, but I've seen them show up a few times. Right, and it's uh, more of like a comedic. Irredeemable, yeah, the irredeemable Ant Man was on the team for a little while. Oh, that's right. In, that's right. In his book. Yeah, that's right. Because I think they did like a mini series, but it was it, they did a mini series, and it's more of comedic a little bit when they do it in the book. It's not all serious, but I'm, in a, in this movie, not the movie, but the VR, it, it seems like it's serious. So, I mean, yeah. Well, it seems like it's more of an actual just like it doesn't seem like it's damage control, damage control. No, it no. just seems like it's hey, let's test these prototypes. And so, right, I, I don't know how tied it is to actual damage control yeah it's, it's, it seemed like a like a video game to be honest with you the way it looked well that's what with it vr is. i mean it is a video it says game. it's a game game yeah but i don't know man i i would like to do something like that i actually did a vr before did have you did vr i actually haven't i've never been a huge proponent of vr i mean i think it's cool in theory and once they get everything like squared away and fix fix all the the little bugs and the things that just seem unrealistic it could be really cool, but in the meantime, it's I don't really see a lot of yeah. I don't have a lot of interest in it. Right, and of course, you look really stupid to everybody else. Yeah, the just, yeah. oh, sorry, Boop. swinging around yeah. and stuff. Oh, excuse me, like running in place. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the damage control will come out on October 18th. Oh, that's next week. Uh, yeah. Yo, that's next week, October 18th. Tickets are on sale now. I'm not going to. The ticket's going to be so very see expensive. See if it's playing in your local theater and, mm-hmm. and go uh, go buy your tickets. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Who knows? So that is Marvel Damage Control. So I have, I have a question for you. I actually uh, just thought of this because there right. was a um, – so I don't mean to put you on the spot. Oh, go ahead. But I was reading this article the other day that when somebody was watching Endgame, there was something that that disturbed them. And it was kind of it started with Ant Man, like at the end battle scene when yeah, Ant Man got really big, yeah, giant man, yeah. Right. And he started running, and he was just trampling over a bunch of the enemies, right. And then of course you had Spider Man uh, putting his suit into kill mode, kill mode that right. starts killing everybody. And they were like, "This doesn't seem like the Avengers. It just something seemed wrong." And I just couldn't. And so I thought about it, and I was like, it, "There was a little bit with Spider Man when he was in kill mode that was just kind of like I don't, I don't know. That just that seems weird." But then I stopped and I thought about it, and because we were just talking about damage control cleaning right. up the Battle Double of New York and the Chitari, is that they killed all the Kacha- <laughs> uh, the Chitari? <laughs> yeah, they did. So it's not like they haven't been killing the the aliens and stuff this entire time. They're aliens, man. So I don't they're know why a, this is suddenly any different. It's not a human beings; they're aliens, right? It's not like he was killing humans, it right? Was this, the alien invasion force. Wow! Someone actually sat there and said that, "Hey, they killed Spider Man, killed somebody. Giant Man killed Ant Man. Giant Man killed somebody." Come on, dude. Right. So, I, I mean, I guess I see where he could get it from because I did feel a little weird watching Spider-Man just stab all these people to death. <laughs> but then when I do think about it, I'm like, they've been killing them all the whole time. It's not like this let's is anything go, new. Let's, let's go back. I mean, in the comics, the Avengers the, the, try not to kill. They try not to kill. Right. Let me, let's go back. The first Avenger, Shatari, dead. Right. Age of Ultron, robot, They're doesn't matter, robots. robots. Yeah, they kill them all. Infinity War, aliens, dead. Yeah, they kill all <laughs> the aliens on Wakanda. <laughs> yeah. So now Endgame. More aliens, more dead. Dead. So come on, dude. They, they, they. Yeah, it's not like it's anything new. So you know, alien lives matter. What? what okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe it's just the fact that he goes, you know, engage kill mode or whatever that he specifically says kill. Because in Homecoming, it came out in kill mode. He said, oh, he said, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. So he needed that time. Who who doesn't need a kill mode? And yeah, he was getting surrounded. I know, it's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a lot of a lot of shit going down. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll try not to kill these guys. Oh, wow. Whoever thought of that, man, had nothing else to do. I don't know. Thanks no. for the, uh, that's a good question, um, Trevor. That's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. God. Yo, the pun should be just fine in that um, end game, wouldn't it? Oh, dude, dude would be like, you know, oh, living it up. <laughs> that is heaven. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, also, I need to, um, off topic. I'm going to back up a little bit. We're going to I'm gonna also want to talk about um, X-Men animated series. Did you hear the news on that lately? No. Oh, God. Man, look, listen. Now, X-Men, the animated series, which I loved as a kid, as a teenager. Mm-hmm. I was a teenager when it came out. Yeah. So the theme song, the man in Florida is suing Disney, television division, Amazon, Apple. <laughs> Who else did he suing? So somebody, a buttload of people, uh-huh. and um, Saban that does Power Rangers, right? I'm saying that right, yeah. So, so what's what's his reasoning? And the reason is that the song was actually a song made by the composer. I guess the same song, the same, not that like that, right ever. And he is saying that that is the same song. I'm like, okay, so you waited. I know. 20, he's, he's doing 30 this now, some, 30 years, years later. 30 some odd years some later. Some people I don't I don't quite understand. It's like, Has it been 30 years? Close just, to just it? Just about. Yeah. Damn. And you're going to wait this long? Man, 
You shouldn't have done this when Disney. See, the thing is, Disney own Marvel now. Right. So he thinks he can make big money. Yeah. That's my opinion. That's my Probably. that's my opinion. That's my take on it. Yeah. So man, you know what, dude? I I I don't want you to get. Man, you know what? Do you do you? <laughs> but if, if that's what he does and he can prove it, so be it. But I mean, yeah, the fact that he took this long really, you know, kind of seems suspect. I don't get it, dude. But yeah, he's he's just doing it for the money, not for you know professional pride or whatever none whatsoever dude i mean come on i mean i'm not gonna wait 30 years and say oh man i'm gonna sue disney and um marvel and everybody else for this song i did yeah. i'm gonna sue yeah i'm gonna get billions and millions of money no man come on really well he could because i mean really all they have to do sometimes is just settle out of court that's what happens a lot because um most of the time that's why people sue is because They'll they'll sue. They know that most companies don't want to drag it into a legal battle yeah, in the true. public eye in court. So they'll just settle, and then and you know it's a no fault settlement. So nobody has to take any blame, and they just give the guy a you know a big check, and he goes on his merry way. Yeah, that is true. You're right about so. that. There's plenty of cases like that. So you're right about that. So our next segment is this new one. I always new one I started called Did You Know. So I don't have nothing this time around, but my co-host over here, Trevor, does. So Trevor, what do I? What do we know? Okay. Tell me what I don't know. So what you don't know, right, um, is I saw this week uh, in the news that in the new Star Wars movie, the uh, the Rise of Skywalker, is that uh, Dennis Lawson, right, who is the actor who played Wedge Antilles. In the original trilogy, okay, he's the ex-fighter pilot that you always see. He's a good friend of Luke's. Uh, will be in this uh, this movie as well. So I'm very excited because I love Wedge. He's one of my favorite characters. Wow, man, that is crazy, dude. So that was one of your favorite characters. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, in it that long though. Well, no, he's been he, well. He had little bit parts, like whenever there was a an aerial battle. Okay. Um, so he was on. He was. He was. He was one of the. Th- Two surviving X-wings at the end. He's the one who got who went in with Luke and and Biggs and got shot. And he was like, uh, and he's like, you can't do any good back there, Wedge. Pull out. And so he yeah. he pulls out of the trench. Oh, he's the one That's Luke Wedge. first saw when he got on the X fighters, X-wings. Right? He was a the guy he shook hands to. Right. You know, when he no, that's big, the guy with the mustache. Yeah, no, that's Biggs. That was his. That was his childhood friend. Oh, okay. Who it's been so he long, was, man. He was cut out of the original. Um, the original edit of the movie. Right. And that scene where they like shake hands, man, Hey, it's been so long, but he's in the book. He was his childhood friend who went to the Academy and then joined the rebellion at the beginning. You saw him. Yeah. And that I was part that. of what, you know, part of what Luke wanted, why he wanted to get away. Cause all of his friends were leaving and going oh. to be pilots and going to do all these things. And he was stuck on this moisture farm with gr- blue milk. <laughs> that so, damn blue milk. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and now he was stuck on a planet with blue milk. Blue milk. But, oh, goodness gracious. No. So, uh, and then he was in the Battle of Hoth. You know, he was the first one to use the uh, the grappling hook thing to take oh, down yeah, the, that's right. the uh, ATAT walker. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The right. And then he was the, he was the, um, the leader of the, uh, the X-Wings in Return of the Jedi. He's the one who flew into the Death Star. He was the, the main X-Wing that went in. Oh, that's right. Because right. it was three that went in, right? I think that, yeah, I think it was like three in the Millennium Falcon. Falcon yeah. yeah, so he was one of the the ones that came out. So he helped shoot it down from the inside. 
Oh, okay. See, yeah. man. And then he's he was in all like the books that are now non-canon, but he would he would show up quite regularly. You know, he even had his own series he, that he was in. Because you uh, used to read those novels. Yeah, right? and so like the like the X-wing. Uh, there's the X-wing series were pretty good. Um, although uh, Rogue Squadron is okay, but Race Squadron is better. Um, right. Okay. So, there's another recommendation. Read Race Squadron by Aaron Alston. <laughs> I love those books. I would read them like every year. So there you go. I did not know that, Trevor. And my audience didn't know that either. And I here's pre- an additional did you know. Oh, what? What is it? Dennis Lawson is actually Ewan McGregor's uncle. Get the Shut the front door. And shut the front door. As we all know, Ewan McGregor played young Obi-Wan. And oh. we'll have a series on Disney Plus coming up. Oh, come full circle, huh? I know. Look at that. Wow. That's great, man. There you go. It's two did you knows. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Trevor. You are welcome. And my audience, thank you too. Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, that's it for um Just Being Able's podcast, Trevor. I know I'm not going to ask you about your social media account because you're at Toshiro no running. No, no. <laughs> so for me, you can check me out at JustBeingAmos.com and all my social media sites: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Peace. Just be in the